Hi and welcome back to 18 Yards Podcast. In this episode, we'll be discussing one thing and one thing only, the talk of the town, Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo. Before we get into it, I just wanted to sort of apologize to our viewers and listeners. We've all been super busy. Ari's been working uh, on the IPL very, very religiously. And we've all sort of been very preoccupied in other things. But now, but now we're back for good. And we'll get as much content out to you guys as possible. But um, quickly, just sort of moving into this episode. Manchester United, sort of huge turmoil around that club. Huge, huge, huge sort of people coming out saying things. Huge number of people backing Ole, number of people saying he must leave. What are our initial thoughts on Ole and Manchester United right now? So, um, you know, obviously, first of all, I would like an apology. Um, because I think when we <laughs> first took out the uh, one of the initial 18 yards episodes, I think it was the first or second episode previewing the last season of the Premier League. Um, I had said that Ole is not good enough for United. I had said that uh, he will be sad. He wasn't fine. I was wrong about that. Uh, the prediction was wrong, but the fact of the matter was that he was not good for United then. He's not good for United, good enough for United now. He's actually never been good enough for United. And I was told by a lot of United fans that, oh, you know, I mean, what what BS Ole is the man for United. He's on his way. He's like the next Sir Alex Ferguson, this, that. And I mean, I've always maintained over the last three years that that this guy is not it. I mean, you are the, the biggest club in England. Um you cannot have someone who has no discernible style of playing football as your manager. I mean, it's been three years and I, and, and I can't tell what his style is. I mean, the guy's managerial record before this um, was, I think, Cardiff, where he got relegated and mold in Norway. So he's not, he's not qualified. The only reason he was manager of United was because of what he did for them while he was a player. Um... I think so, I think you're wrong there. I think there's a very clear strategy of um, Ole's game, and it's simple. It's just pass it to Ronaldo, and inshallah, the boys will play well. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> no, but to be to be fair, to be fair, Rahan, I mean, while we were doing the preview, uh, me included, I think a lot of people's judgment was clouded by the fact that you know Ole, uh, uh, the way Martial and Rashford and Green were the top three were playing. And with Bruno Fernandes' inclusion in the January transfer window, uh, really turned things around for United. They reached the, they call they came top four, uh, and next season obviously you know Bruno covered a lot of lot of their cracks and they finished second. So that clouded my judgment, and it must have clouded think, the judgment of I a lot of the people. Biggest, right? The biggest, the biggest thing with the entire Ole saga was that I think. I don't think he would have got the job unless he had beaten. Um, PSG in that 18-19 season. Yeah. If he had, if he had, if they hadn't beaten PSG, then they would have probably gone out that summer and got a, got a top manager. They could have even, you know, I mean, um, I don't remember if exactly which managers were on the market at that time, but they would have probably gone and got a top caliber manager. So, I mean, from my perspective, what's gone wrong is that this guy actually wasn't qualified and it's, Basically, last season was a bit of a reset in the sense that Chelsea were going through a bit of a phase under Lampard. Uh, Tuchel obviously came in and fixed that. Um, 
Liverpool had injuries. Uh, Tottenham had their own problems. Leicester, I mean, they were doing well and then they just Leicester decided to... Towards Leicester. Leicester. <laughs> so, I think last season they came second not because they were great. And, and I think, like you said, Bruno Fernandes really uh, papered over some cracks there. Uh, but I think because everyone else wasn't that great, uh, they came second and they really benefited from no crowds. So they had that uh, that crazy away record, which is all, I mean, Ole, to his credit, done a much better job than I expected him to do. Um, you know, Europa League final, consistent, two consistent uh, Champions League, um, top of finishes. So I think he's done a good job, but I just, I mean, for all the, for all the, maybe the um, work he's done behind the scenes in, in, in getting a good vibe around the club, I just don't think, you know, I mean, to, to be very blunt, I think that's something that you can say that, you know, for a club like Spurs or West Ham or, or Leicester, you could say that, you know, managers building a five-year, six-year project. I don't think that works at a United, Liverpool, Chelsea, City. You know, I mean, if I'm a United fan, I would want United to win now because that's what United has always done. So that I expect, even as a rival fan, I expect a certain caliber from that team. And it's just, uh, Ole doesn't, like, with this squad, if you're not challenging for the title, you're clearly not a good manager. No, but too, you know, uh, but, you know, where credit, where credit is due, I think... Uh... I wouldn't say Ole uh, has been a complete failure for United because, uh, you know, when Ole joined, United was in a mess. I mean, not just on the field, but even the off-the-field problems with some of the players like Luke Shaw and uh, with uh, other players. You know, they were not really happy in the team. The environment was very toxic in the entire dressing room. Uh, Ole comes in, you know, he gives fans a lot of hope. He gets all the guys together. He gets... Martial playing good football, you know, not last season, but the season before that. He he brings back Luke Shaw to his best level. Uh, you know, one decision which I still find very baffling is giving the captaincy to Maguire. But, you know, Maguire, uh, he's had his games where he's performed really badly. But, you know, he's been a very consistent for United as in, you know, he's played 90 minutes in almost every game Ole's managed uh, since uh, Maguire's arrival. But, uh, you know, what? That's where I want to give Ole a lot of credit in, you know, uh, getting United back on track for a while. But you know how, you know, there's a saying, right? You either you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So I think now the it's the time is, to leave. The issue with this type of stuff in football is that it always comes full circle. Right? When Mourinho left that squad, everyone said toxic, toxic, this, that, you know, the dressing rooms become toxic. And the main, the main credit that everyone's given to Ole is that he's turned that around. He's made the club into a good place again. Right? But the thing is that with every manager, at some point in their cycle, it gets toxic. It got toxic with Pochettino at Tottenham. The right thing to do there was to get rid of a lot of the players that were making him toxic and not the manager. And suppose never do the right thing, so he got rid of the manager. Um, United obviously cannot get rid of the players. Because the like I mean the players that are probably making it now toxic, which it has become, with Pogba basically saying I'll stay at United, but only if Oli is not the manager. Yeah. Um, you, I'm gonna draw parallels to the Mourinho situation. You had Luke Shaw, who um, was left out. You have Donny Van Der Beek, which is, who is a much more talented and uh, much um, 
a better footballer than Luke Shaw, who's who's sitting out. So I think there are parallels, and I, I think I think we've got to a point where a lot has gone wrong, tactics mainly, and I think um, now sort of he's got to the point where there's not much more he can do with this team. Uh, he's really backed into a corner, and I I don't think that he can turn it around. Um, I think he'd need to beat Tottenham, Atlanta, and City to turn it around, and then go on a run. I just, I just don't see it. I didn't really see the sense in 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 keeping him on even for the Tottenham City games. Uh, I mean, if he does beat Tottenham, I won't be surprised because we're not playing that that well. But I don't think he really makes it past the international break in my opinion. Just, just sort of taking it from there. I've been seeing uh, Gary Neville's tweets sort of been doing the rounds. I just wanted to understand. I haven't particularly seen many of them. I've just seen them in passing. But what's his sort of justification of Ole staying? You know, he's he's trying to. I don't get the man, man. I mean, he's he's been a United guy through and through. I mean, even after he's left the club, he's always backed the club. But this is the first yep. time I'm seeing someone back the manager over the club. I mean, he's gone overboard with all the, you know, he's backed Ole so much. And I've never, you know, I've seen a lot of his, uh, a lot of Sky Sports, uh, Monday Night Football, right? With Jamie Carragher right. and Gary Neville. They have a good banter between them, you know. But when, when Gary Neville starts to say that the time with Jose Mourinho wasn't successful or they don't want a manager like Jose Mourinho and he says, I will back Ole because he's my mate. I won't say anything against him. I get it, he's your mate, but then he's also managing your club and he's running it to the ground. I mean, I just don't get why, yep. he's, I, why he's still backing him and he's just, he's going overboard with it. I mean, if I was Gary Neville, I'll, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut for a while. And, and also just on that, where does it leave a player like Cristiano Ronaldo? Because obviously, one of the most influential players in world football, he also, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of assuming slash, obviously, it's, they, they are good mates, they played together. They uh, sort of, I mean, they have a good rapport between them. But where does it leave Cristiano Ronaldo? And what sort of talks are going on in the dressing room or are going on behind the scenes between Ronaldo and sort of management or Ronaldo and Ole? And how much do you actually think Ronaldo is pressuring the club to sack him or keep him? I don't think, I don't think Ronaldo's pressuring the club to sack him or keep him. I don't think, you know, I think whatever, whatever is said and done, I don't think like one player has that sort of influence. It's I think it's what it's become is at the end of every manager's uh, um, um, time at a club, if he's not leaving by his own accord to go to another club, um, it always ends up he always ends up losing the dressing room. Um, so I think that's slowly happening. I think. Eric Bailly raised some questions um, in the loss against Leicester. Pogba is clearly now um, because I mean, Pogba's camp always leaks stuff, and it ends up coming from his side. is is leaking that he'll stay, but only so he's putting media pressure on only getting sacked. Um, I think from a Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo perspective, I don't necessarily know what his views are on the manager changing. I think. He's going to perform under any manager. I think that's a given. Uh, and I, I think he's not going to be one to say that, oh, I'll leave United again because I think this is his, this is his last shot now. So, he, I think even if Ole stays another couple of games, I think he will want Ole gone secretly even though he's not going to push for it because 
he will want someone who can take him who can give him the shot of winning another champions league or another premier league at least because he's going to be he's going to be having an eye on 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 psg who have a good manager who obviously there are doubts always with the manager at psg because of the way the club is run um who are top of league one who are looking good in the champions league good manager so he's going to have an eye on what messi is doing there and i think he'll want he'll want he'll be excited by um either conte or, or zidane um coming in to replace replace only more zidane than conte because you know i mean conte is a sort of no nonsense guy so if i mean i don't know where ronaldo or he incorporate ronaldo into a into a system and not accommodate a system in for ronaldo so so we'll have to see how that plays out but but i think i think yeah i think overall there'll be there'll be very few people who are going to be batting for ole and i think you know the players at the end of the day are professional they'll they'll play for him until until he's sacked uh, and we'll have more of an indication on saturday i think saturday goes two ways i think they either put in a performance that you know they have done so many times over the last two years where he's his job's been questioned and they've put in a performance everyone expected that against liverpool they may put in that performance or i think you'll see another collapse uh, and if you see something like a collapse then you'll know that the players are clearly not playing for him yeah and i think rai you sort of touched on it touched on it as well that if if sort of ole is out then who comes next and i think that's sort of the perfect transition to go from there because i, I know you took, sort of took out a tweet as well where you had a poll um asking united fans and asking i think i'm not sure whether it was people in general or united fans mainly as to who they would want as their next manager and i mean for me without without sort of a flinch of an eye it would be it would be conte but i mean a lot of people are sort of backing zidane people are backing um ten hag i don't i, I don't even know i mean what according to you guys who would you go for currently in this in this sort of position See, I think I think before I think we've got we've got I think me and Ari have have one manager in mind each. I'm I'm uh, putting Conte out for this. Ari is putting out Zizou. But I think before we get into those two, because we'll we'll dive a little deeper into uh, their philosophies, etc. I think the the playing field is such, and uh, the odds are always a good place to look at here. I think um, Conte is fav- uh, the favorite. I think Zizou is second. um or brendan rogers is second um and then uh, then you have so i think the top 5 or 6 are conte zizou uh, brendan rogers pochettino ten hag and cristiano ronaldo yeah they even put ronaldo in the in the odds bro i don't know what's happening yeah ronaldo ronaldo is fifth or sixth by the way ronaldo is like the odds aren't bad he's at about 16 to 1 um, wow Yeah, so yeah. um, so I think Ten Hag won't happen because Ajax have just I think if Ajax weren't doing as well as they are, he would have maybe thought about it because it's a United job. Um, but he's just extended his contract as well in the in the summer. Um, so I think Ten Hag isn't going to move. I don't think Brendan Rodgers makes the move either. Um, from Leicester to United, even though Leicester is not having such a great start to the season, I don't think he makes that move. um i don't think pochettino also leaves psg suddenly to um go to united i think they fought so hard to keep him in the summer that they're not going to let him go 3 months into the season 
although i do think that in terms of pochino i don't think no matter what happens this season i don't think he'll he'll be at the, the psg manager at the beginning of next season so that that leaves us uh, to two options that i mean you know there are very very premium options uh, antonio conte and zinedine zidane both extremely accomplished managers um for me it would be conte um and i think this is just just to point out here that this is my opinion and i's opinion um on on who it should be um there's some reports that zidane doesn't maybe really want it mm-hmm. and i you can see that conte is really, really pushing for this job he's got his whole di marzio family yeah, yeah. he's got his entire family <laughs> Yeah, and, and this happened. This happened when he was about to take the Spurs job as well. There was this entire Italian media push, push for Conte, and obviously it didn't work out in the end. God, I wish it had. Um, but but yeah, Alia, yeah, I'll let you go first um, about Zidane Zidane. What his his United would look like? See, all I can tell you is, you know, first, you know, I have read this a lot of. on a lot on football twitter and a lot of people have come to me and tell told me that you know zidane got lucky with ma'am uh, with uh, madrid and he'll be the same as ole which i think is the worst football opinion anyone this entire world could have because if you if you watch uh, the team zidane managed first time right the team which had ronaldo bale benzema in their primes obviously players like marcelo ramos pepe varan uh carval i i don't need to tell you the uh, uh, and the holy trinity midfield of casemiro modric and cruz uh if you saw that team you know that team was completely based on counter attacking football you know marcelo was dribbling past defenders you know putting the balls in for ronaldo bale to just run and run run faster the opposition and score a goal as we saw against barcelona in the copa del rey final uh no sorry that was against that was with ancelotti sorry but you know but that that was the way zidane zidane played in his first stint and it wasn't easy because you know uh, rafa benitez was a manager with the same team and he was failing miserably zidan we were 13 points behind the league leaders zidan comes in loses the league by one point wins the champions league just managing his squad for half a season so that speaks a lot about him then goes on to win the champions league twice in a row after that so three times in a row pep had a great squad he couldn't do it twice in a row but zidan did it thrice in a row so that that in itself speaks a lot about zidan but then he left left madrid when ronaldo left madrid madrid was struggling again when lopetegui sacked him cotton solari sacked him because he was we lost 4-1 to ajax at home in the champions league which was embarrassing zidane comes in again sees ronaldo's not in the team sees asensio vinicius and all these players aren't scoring much goals we don't have many goals in the team decides to completely change from his first counter attack counter attacking approach and completely changes the team into a defensive rock he goes on he goes into the season with a player like benzema who's only scoring goals right there's no one else in the team who's scoring goals benzema was the only player under in zidane's second stint who scored more than 10 goals a season but why we won the la liga wasn't because of benzema's goal we won la liga because we had the best defense in europe and the second best defense in the club's history and this was and this was a counter attacking manager who changed his entire approach and made the team into such a defensive rock that you know the team kept possession one matches based on the possession and the defense and this is why i think zidane is the perfect 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 manager that united can have right now first 
because we've seen him handle big big big, uh, big egos in the squad you know he can he's he's managed ronaldo before he knows ronaldo as a player he knows ronaldo as a person he can manage him easily he can manage his ego second i think with players like rashford sancho greenwood martial bruno fernandes i think united united is a sleeping giant sleeping counter attacking giant you just need a right manager to unlock it and if zidane unlocks the counter attacking i think rashford will run rounds around defense he doesn't matter if diaz is in front of him doesn't matter if van dijk is in front of him if zidane unlocks the counter attacking sleeping giant united will storm through any opposition that they're going to face you have ronaldo finishing and you have rashford and like i mentioned greenwood and uh, sancho and martial to just run ahead of the defenders and give the ball to ronaldo uh, secondly uh, with like we've seen in the second stint with real madrid i think zidane comes in and improves the defense by a mile you know he's already worked with varan before i think zidane can improve maguire and make him take him to the next level and obviously he can improve uh, aaron van bissaka and I won't say make Shaw into the next Marcelo, but something similar to Marcelo, make him into an attacking, attacking left back while uh, while uh, Aaron Van Bissaka does a defensive work on the other flank, like Carvalho did for us. The only missing piece which Zidane would need is a defensive midfielder, which I think. Yeah, but but I think I think with United, exactly. whichever manager comes in, that's the missing yeah, piece. Yeah, that's the missing piece. Exactly. Yeah, that they are going to go for whether that's in January or the summer is going to be a CDM regardless of the manager. Exactly. So that, I think that's why I feel a lot of people who say Zidane got lucky and he's just like Ole. Firstly, they don't know football, and they've probably never watched a Madrid game in their entire life. Secondly, if Zidane comes to Man United, I think it'll be perfect for uh, the club. uh i won't i won't say it'll be the right career choice for zidane to make considering uh he has the french national team inside a team full of superstar he will get a easy world cup or a euros whenever he starts to manage the team but uh from united perspective i think zidane will be the perfect man to replace ole because of the reasons that i mentioned he can he'll change the defense uh you know he'll take maguire to the next level he's already worked with varane and he'll and like i said united is united is a sleeping counter attacking giant If Zidane comes and unlocks that part of United, I think it'll 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 it might just be become United might just become the most feared side uh, side in Europe. Right, and Rai, you were saying that obviously you we went through quite a period with uh, during the transfer window where we obviously almost saw Conte coming to Spurs, but um, yeah, what why do you think Conte would be the most suitable and impressive manager for the current United squad? See, I think Conte, even though currently he's unemployed, he is one of the five top five, top six managers in the world. I would put him up there with um, with Pep, Klopp, uh, Tuchel, um, Mancini, and then I would probably say um, um, uh, Conte is Conte is just up there with all these guys. what conte is about what his main what his main philosophy is it can be explained very simply so there's an interview he did with thierry henry where henry asked him what is your reaction when a player doesn't do what you ask him to do for the team and conte's reply is simply um if a player doesn't have the right attitude doesn't have the right mindset towards the team i prefer to and i quote i prefer to kill him that that is that is the conte way so his his way is basically 
you know, this is what I need. And this is why talk, the talks with him broke down with Spurs because he was very clear. This is what I need to fix this team and get it not to challenge for the top four, but this is what I need to get this team winning the Premier League. Provide this, you will have a Premier League title. Otherwise, I'm not coming. Right. And I think, I think United have the resources to provide him with exactly what he wants to ask. Um, now, the thing is that this is a Conte is a massive shift from uh, on pitch style from what United have seen in the last. I mean, as long as Alex Ferguson has been there, it's the Conte plays three, three, five, two, or the three, four, three system. And United, at least not to my knowledge, have not have only played that in certain games during seasons, they have never played that as a regular system. So one is the tactics is going to be very different. Uh, but before I get into the tactics and what transfers he could look at and what his team could look like, I just want to, I just want to remove a myth about Conte. Conte is not a defensive manager. Conte is not, everyone says he's the next Jose Mourinho. First of all, why wouldn't you want the next Jose Mourinho as your manager? I mean, look at Jose Mourinho's record. Look at Con- Conte's record. These guys win stuff now. And a lot of United fans have, have, that I've spoken to have told me that, oh, you know, but that feel-good factor that Ole has brought in, all the work Ole has done, it will end up going to waste because of a manager like Conte who will be there for two, three years. Because Conte is not a five-year manager. Conte is going to be there for two years, three years. He's going to win you a couple of... He's going to win you the Premier League. He'll challenge, make you challenge for the Champions League. And then he'll leave. So he's not a long-term manager. So I think that's the worry that United fans have had. My opinion on that is this. You've got your idol from when you were kids. Right. And I'm talking to most Man United fans my our age. Ronaldo, you've got him back two years, maybe, maybe three. You've got to make the most of it. You know, I wish we had won the Carabao Cup when Bale was there. I wish we had qualified for the Champions League when Bale was there. Because it just makes it that much sweeter. I, if I was a United fan, I would want Conte to come in now so that he can win, uh, win you guys the uh, Premier League or the Champions League while Ronaldo's in the squad, while you have this brilliant, brilliant team. Um, and then once Conte has won you all of this after two or three years, then try and go for someone like Eric Ten Hag, go for someone like Graham Potter, see where he's at at that time. Um, maybe if Pochettino's not going back to Spurs and his tenure at PSG is ending, maybe go for Pochettino. That's a project-based man- project, uh, manager. So I think... United need to go for someone with pedigree who will win now. And I think the only two options are Zidane or Conte. Um, now, Conte looks like the front runner. For me, he would be the front runner. And how he would set up United is interesting. So, one is a 3 4 3. So, obviously, Varane and Maguire. I don't know what his views on Maguire will be. Because um, I don't think the, the Italians are, are too fond of how Maguire defends or how the English defend. Um, but say Maguire, Varane, plus he will end up signing a new centre-back in the summer. So till then, maybe Lindelof. Uh, I think Van Bissaka's career will not go too far if uh, Conte is manager because he requires wingers that can, that can attack well. Luke Shaw will do very well under him. Donny van der Beek is a player to watch out for. He's the exact type of player that Conte likes. Um, he'll be the Barella in 
in the system. I won't be surprised if they actually go and have a look at Barella in the summer and maybe throw throw obscene amount of money on Barella. They will 100% sign a CDM uh, to, that covers a lot of space. Someone uh, like um, Brozovic, uh, like Conte had Brozovic at Inter, uh, Conte at Chelsea. Um, I have a couple of questions about Bruno Fernandez's role. I don't know where Bruno Fernandez fits in in, in this in, in in a Conte United team. Uh, because I think Ronaldo Rashford will be the front two. And if it's a front three, it'll be Ronaldo Rashford Greenwood or Ronaldo Rashford Bruno. Um, so, yeah, so you, you can expect a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2. Um, the most beneficial this will be for is, is Donny van der Beek. I think Pogba will excel in this system as well. Um, in terms of transfers, I think he will bring in um, a CDM, a centre-back and probably a a right wing back that can attack really, really well. Um, and in terms of predicting how a Conte reign at United would be, I think if he say comes in now after the international break, because I don't think, I think whoever is the manager, new manager would only come in after the international break. Um, I wouldn't expect anything this season because it's very unlike Conte to come in mid-season. It's not his style. He never does it. Uh, but he's apparently open to making that exception for United. So I would not expect anything this season. I'd possibly expect a, a fourth place finish. But what that gives United is and Conte is it gives him time to implement the 3-4-3 or the three at the back system for, for this team. And, and I would expect them to challenge for the title, if not win the title next season and really uh, push for the Champions League some point next year or the year after that. But then that's it. I think they'll win two the two Premier Leagues or one Champions League, one Premier League, and then he'll leave. Um, he'll have a fallout with the board or, or they, won't, they won't give him enough backing in the summer and, uh, and I think he'll leave. It'll be, it'll be, um, it'll be a three-year three year thing. And then they'll probably go for someone like Ten Hag. Yep, brilliant. Um, but as, obviously, as we've been discussing and 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 as we sort of mentioned at the beginning, this is all still speculation. These are all all our thoughts and opinions. Still, at the end of the day, we never know. Cristiano Ronaldo might be the next manager, so um, it will it will be a very very exciting next couple of uh, weeks potentially, maybe maybe even the next month if if Ole sort of managed to uh, manages to actually steer the, the car in the right direction. But um, I think I think that's it from us on this episode. Uh, thank you to everyone as well. Thank you, Ari. Thank you, Rai. Thank you to all our viewers and listeners uh, for tuning in. We, again, apologize for having not sort of uh, posted anything in a while, for a while. We've been quite busy. But as, as per, please do sort of send, send in your comments, feedback, and what you'd want us to, uh, to talk about or sort of record about or anything, you any suggestions you have because it really sort of motivates us and it really helps us uh, to prepare for our future episodes so thanks again and as usual we hope everyone's staying safe and doing well thank you